Greetings from the Hall of Justice. And maybe the Fortress of Solitude. Mm. Hi and welcome! Um, our apologies for uh, piggybacking so late. But this is the 64th edition. This is the Randall McDaniel. This is the two Hall of Famers, Jay Kramer. And of course, him being a 49er, Dave Wilcox edition. The 64th edition of The Other Side of the Ball. Double A Anthony Alvarez here with you in the building at the Vegas Hype Media Studios in the entertainment capital of the world. 702-608-3259. 702-608-3259. If you want to chime in and talk all things A7FL Nevada and A7FL Fall Brawl. And of course, I'm not alone. I have my guys with me from the broadcast booth from the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard. Out the Bifrost and Twisted T and all. He is the Viking Scott McCorkle. Top of the morning to you. And still high off of his beloved win after eating some eagles this past Sunday night. How did it taste, Chris Vera? It was nice. It was a change. All right. But I do appreciate that uh, picture you sent me. Oh, anytime. That was funny a- as hell. Anytime to give you some laughter. Yeah. Any- anytime. Of course. Uh, I had to use it a couple of times. Of course, Quan is in mm-hmm. the building. He's all obviously still excited from uh, Shohei signing with the Dodgers. <laughs> And and deferring a lot of his salary till later on the contract. Seven hundred mil. Yeah. Jeez. For a DH. Yeah, I, I just want to borrow five percent. Just five percent. Five percent. Just, just Man, look. That's all I need. I ain't done the math, math, but that's so just over over a million a week. Because it's not like do they pay spread out over the season or is it per game? Like how do they pay? Is it like a, a like a weekly pay? There's 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 a process, and and one day I I hope, I hope <laughs> to explain that. Man, look, I don't we'll know. We'll talk to you I, about it after. All right, this so out. a million a week is two crazy. weeks, two weeks into the fall brawl, two weeks. What have we learned so far? Um, football's back. That that is true. Football is back. Um, I've also learned that, you know, when you start looking at players on the sheet, you can't tell what the team's going to be like. Mm-hmm. But I've already known that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's always good to say a team's really good on paper. But I think the biggest thing that so I learned. communism. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I learned is that these guys are going after it for fall brawl. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that it would have been like it is for fall. But it's good to see. Yeah. It, it's very good to see. Scotty, what have you learned? Besides, Man, besides not playing it's on more, meniscus. It's, it's more of a reinforcement than anything, but, like, the trenches no and the run listen. game wins everything. Yeah. Like, Spe- that's, especially, that's really... Especially in the weather. Like, it just... it Run game conquers all. The trenches conquers all. And if you got a real good D-line, you really don't need anything else. Uh, one thing I've learned, which I think we all know... Um, I mean, you need a lot more. That, too. But, <laughs> I'm a little partial. But, but... <laughs> One thing, one thing I've learned. Um, well, actually, two things I've learned. One, the three on one is still the most exciting playing football and the most mm. exciting playing sports. Number one, and number two, it's good to have depth, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. But meanwhile, we do have some guests in the building, and let's jump into it. Um, joining us first, it is the head coach of the Las Vegas Hunters. It is Coach Ray. Coach Ray, thank you for coming in and giving us the time. How are you, sir? I'm I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. So first, let me take it back real quick. Um, one of the uh, moments that still stuck in my mind from last season it was the game against the Pit Bosses, mm-hmm. to where you got thrown out the game, mm-hmm. which actually turned into a very entertaining game between the Pit Bosses and the Hunters. But the one thing that is always in my mind is how your team rallied to come back and win the game. 
and then the whole entire team runs hops the fence to celebrate with you take me back real quick and and just take me back to that game and that moment and just seeing your guys rallying one and winning one for you tell me back to that well the reason why i got kicked out was a horse collar i was fighting the call um the ref at the time was not um receptive to what i was asking so i got to chipping at him he chipped at me and it went further than that but the guys on the sideline they heard all of what was going on and they saw what was going on but they already had a chip on their shoulder from the last taste of you know what the pit bosses had said to them so they took it upon themselves to you know after i got kicked out to take my anger my frustration and they went and you know handled it they went out there and um they put it all on the line i mean you can't do nothing more, but, you know, we had to keep Kayuno in check, of course. I mean, that was one of my older players, so I know how to handle him. They knew what he was going to do. Of course, he's going to sit back, talk to you, play with you, and then he's going to throw a pick. We know that. I know that. That was my guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a great athlete, but he's not a quarterback. He's a great athlete. Um, but the other guys just took it upon themselves to just go ahead and just, you know, take it out there and do it for me. And I appreciate them. I appreciate every last one of them. It's it's for me. It's player safety. When it comes to player safety, that's that's what I'm about. Let my players play. Let's be safe. If I'm going off, it's because of a player safety. That's it. Nothing else. Not a bad call. Not none of that. It's player safety. If if I'm getting kicked out. All right. Real quickly, um, give us your uh, how you got into coaching. Give us your, give us your, give us your football mm-hmm. story. Well, I started coaching. Um, I got hurt when I got when I was playing D one. Um, I got hurt. Came back home, uh, started coaching down my old high school. Um, went from there, moved to Oregon, started coaching semi-pro ball there. Um, it was fun for them. It was fun for me uh, learning how to do it. Then I came back to the high school, learned from one of my coaches. Um, then I ended up moving all the way to Maryland and started coaching in Maryland. Then I started moving all the way back from Maryland to Florida, to Texas. I mean, I was all over coaching for about five years. And then when I came home back to California, I went to Minnesota and I stayed in Minnesota for 18 years of coaching there. Um, Just a great thing to coach youth. I coach high school ball, basketball, football, soccer. Um, I just love coaching. Coaching is, is, uh, it's a joy to me. Um, There's nothing like it. Um, To watch a guy start off at nothing and then for him to you know his skill steadily grows and grows and grows and you watch them grow and you see them go off into from high school to college and I got two guys going to the pros so I'm pretty satisfied with that I'm pretty satisfied with seeing how kids grow because that's what it does it's it's, it's a love of the game if you don't love the game why are you there so how did you so how did you end up eventually getting involved in the a7 and being the hunters head coach (laughs) um facebook it was oh, uh, wow. it was okay. an ad on Facebook and far reaching. First, it was a it was an ad on Facebook. Then I saw it on Indeed. Reached out to Derek. Me and Derek had a great conversation. Um, and this was my dream. This I've always had a dream of coaching my having my own team. But then now, Derek gave me the opportunity of not just coaching my own team, but I'm also part owner of my own team. Which means there's more love to this game than it is than anybody thinks. It's besides being a coach, I'm an owner, but I'm still a coach player. 
I'm going to coach my players. Yeah. I'm a coach player. Well, coach, I got a, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So watching you guys play in the first couple of weeks, yeah. I see yeah. what I see what you're trying to do, yeah. and I like what you're trying to do. What do you think would be the next step that is going to need to be play, taking place for you guys to really get into the Aggressive. They need to be aggressive. Point blank. Yeah. They need to be aggressive. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still studying the game, okay? Everybody thinks, oh, this coach is crazy because he's running the bone. He's running this. He's doing these weird things. I'm learning the game. I can't coach if I don't know the game first. Yeah. So I'm learning the game. I'm is, learning how. When you say you're learning the game, mm-hmm. let me just ask right, right quick. When you say you're learning the game, are you talking about the seven-on-seven game? Yes. Is what you're trying to learn? Yes. Gotcha. And yes. I know I, I just want everybody to understand that because when, when you say that, and even though okay. you said about the 18 years of coaching, mm-hmm. I want people to understand there's a difference between 11-man and 7-man. It's a big difference. Yes. This game is, excuse me, this awesome game is about aggressive tactical football yeah that's what it is and scotty says what do you always say your quote your quote which one sustainable violence well i have strike we, one we look at this i have we look the at this other one too, from his standpoint i'm not supposed to say right yeah mm-hmm. we look at this from his standpoint about sustainable violence and it's mm-hmm. true this game is different from what you would normally see and i've said it before you know, the difference that I see on, let's say, offensive lines mm-hmm. in 11-man, you can pass. You can, you can hide you, it. Yeah, you can hide your, your offensive mm-hmm. line a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can have your guys drop back and, and absorb the defenders. Mm-hmm. In this game, you've got to go get them. You've got to be balls to the walls. Yes. From when they say down set, yep. go. It's you balls gotta, to the wall. you got to go attack. You know, and offense – like I said, your offensive line is the key, no matter mm-hmm. what. Your offensive line is key. Our offensive line was doing fine until some of our guys got hurt. When they got hurt, then our offensive line drops off. That's what happens. Um, you can't coach heart. No. You can't coach anger. You no. can't coach aggression. But what you can do is get some guys together and get them to jail to learn how to work together, and then that aggression and anger and all of that that they work together, it can come out on the field. Oh, big time. I it agree with you. It can come out you. on the field. I agree but they have you. to work together. Yeah. You know, my big part, everybody's always says, is that practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes muscle memory. Yep. You got to be there in order to learn it. Yep. As long as you learn it, I have no problem with it because you can do it on the field. But if you're not there to learn it, how am I going to trust you? To do it on the field. It, I mean, I saw trust. I it's saw trust. what you were I saw some of the plays that you were trying to run. Mm-hmm. And I saw one of your receivers, um, I don't want to call him complacent. He looked hesitant. Yes. Would be the better word. Yes. He could have if he hit the defender coming in, it would have given the quarterback a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And all he had to do was chip and mm-hmm. go out and he hesitated like he didn't know. They're learning. Yeah. I've got I've got five guys maybe that's played A7. Okay. Okay, so everybody else is learning, and all I'm going to do is teach them. Like I told them, the first game, I said, you guys are going to get hit in the mouth, man. Be you ready. guys are playing one of the top teams in A7. You're going to get hit in the mouth. Yep. And we got hit in the mouth, and they humbled themselves. We got hit in the mouth again, but they're not shying away from it. They're saying, hey, you know what? We can do this. We just got to execute. We got to do this. We got to do that. 
But well, they I mean, also know they got to get aggressive. Look, you guys had, what, the first, I think, three? The first two. First two. First two. Uh, Three-point conversions yeah. in, you know, for that new rule. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that, that was them. Yeah. They wanted to go for it. They wanted to do it. I, I, if you guys are confident enough that you feel that you can do it, because they were moving the ball at the time. Yep. So, go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to. My thing is. They have to open up to play the game. Yeah. It's not a shell game. No, soft confidence goes a long way, Mm -hmm. and people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. So when you're building a team, as you build, and these guys are doing these things, I I used to tell my teams all the time, don't look at the the final score. Mm -hmm. Don't look at that. Mm -hmm. Because you might have got your butt whipped on the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. What did you do in between the numbers? Right. And that's where it's going to count. So I saw you guys moving the ball better last week than you did the first week. week yeah. And I see some mm-hmm. stuff coming together. So I'm wondering, you know, as you take this into um, from fall brawl, granted we're going to have this weekend, we'll mm-hmm. have two weeks off, we'll have three weeks as we come back. I want to see how you guys start to gel because I'm starting to see it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also starting to see offensive linemen starting to play Mm-hmm. with a little bit more aggression mm-hmm. and you have to be really aggressive as an offensive lineman I, I mean i've got two guys um thumper and x <laughs> um, yeah. those two guys x he went out of the game because he got kicked in the head and started with a bloody Ooh. nose so it was a wrap i told him he got to stay out he couldn't play no more um he was pretty pissed but my thing is player safety yeah i don't care how do you know you weren't concussed exactly so yeah. He he had to come out. Then our other guy, Soto, he ended up twisting his knee. So that killed that drive. So now all I got is guys that can, I can say, hold somebody for a minute, but it's not long enough. You know what? You know? If they can, I got told one time as a wide receiver, if you're going to block, I don't care what you do. Tell them a secret. Mm. I don't care what you do. Get in his way. Just stand, Just stand in his there. way. I get it. I and get it. move your feet. All you have to do, and guys that played basketball, believe it or not, are some of the best uh, offensive linemen that mm-hmm. I've seen because guess what you have to do playing basketball? Move, oh, you your, feet move your feet for defense. Yeah. You got to move your feet. Yeah. Definitely. So I love, I love, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I see what you're trying to do. I appreciate it. And I give you flowers for it because it is, um, you, you can see the stuff starting to come together. Yeah, so yeah. I want to see what you got by the end of the season. Well, we're working on it. Like I said, this is fall brawl. So with yeah. fall brawl, I'm still learning. Yes. Now, when spring comes, you're going to see something different. Oh, I but don't you, doubt it. I'm pretty sure I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that the guys stay that I have. You know, you get guys come in and they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they drop off. It's like, oh, but I was come, Man, I'm here every day, all day. Yeah. My name, my little i put my little self out there on facebook and hey this is what i'm doing i'm out here i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm training I'm, you, if you're not coming man don't talk to me don't don't play with me because this is real for me yeah bring it this is real i'm just trying to help people get to the next level if you're not trying to get to the next level come out and just play some ball and get some aggression out but don't don't come out and be a punk yeah All seriously right. Real quickly, because we're up against it, you guys kick it off this upcoming Sunday against mm-hmm. OTT. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me your keys um, on how to beat them and keys to perhaps get your first win of the season. Well, we already know we can run the ball. So if we run the ball, we'll be good. Um, defensively, it's just aggression. 
if they get aggressive enough and we can keep, oh, God Almighty, from going <laughs> off, you know what I mean, and him, him getting celebrating, you know, if we can keep contain him, we'll be good. Um, like I said, we got guys that are – we got guys that really want to compete, and that's all I need is guys that want to compete. And if they compete, they'll be good. They'll be good. All right. Well, I would agree. You can catch him kicking off this week in week three of the fall bar season. You can catch his team, the Hunters, against OTT. Coach Ray, we appreciate the time. Thank appreciate you for coming it. in the studio, sure. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for joining yep. us. Appreciate that. All right. So, again, the Hunters kick off week three of fall brawl against OTT over the top which some might say might be a very, very competitive back-and-forth game. I think it will be. I mean, OTT is, is um, kind of trying to gel themselves, and I just don't know, you know, what we, we, we kind of look at that and say, okay, both teams have heart, and both teams show up and try to play, and they're growing. You know, teams have to grow together. Mm-hmm. And if you can't grow together, it's it, – creates a uh, a little bit of a lull and you have to get you know players that are going to stay for more than a season and that's that's the hard part you know growing is growing pains is something that we've all seen and we've all been through mm-hmm. are we going to stick together and make that happen because teams that stick together once they start to gel that's when they start to win that's what i keep telling people about like about these these like these what we're looking at is could be legacy teams the the insomniacs the sick with it like Sick would have had very little movement. You know what I mean? Like, so if people aren't leaving, like, obviously everybody, like, including myself, like, join with the Insomniacs. Now, granted, I'll go ahead and throw an asterisk on there and say that me and me and Borjan had that conversation before the first snap ever even happened. But, of course, people are going to try and join these teams. But if people aren't leaving these teams, it means everything is in place. The chemistry is there. That means, like, you have a bunch of like-minded people that are trying to achieve the same goal. And if people like Coach Ray can get these started for the Hunters, if we can get this started for the gold, we can have a more competitive division. It just kind of takes people to to step up and take that role. And instead of necessarily looking into the A7FL, we need to try and look outwards. to Like, there's more semi-pro teams out there that aren't doing anything for their guys. We are putting in the work for you. We are taking the meetings. We're getting you on TV. We're getting these deals done. Like, we're trying to get you paid. Go get your friends. Go get that bar back. Go get that bouncer. Go get somebody. Bring somebody to the game. Bring Hold somebody on, to practice. Like, let, let, like, man, just, just bring somebody out that looks like they are pissed off, that looks like they got touched as a kid or whatever <laughs> the fuck happened. That, oh, look, there you go. There's one. That's one. Man, look, that's... Man, everybody has a reason for getting some shit out, That's why shit I had to make man. the note. Yeah, look. I was, I was waiting for the F-bombs. <laughs> right, I look, had to wait for the F-bombs. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, man. What, I, what I'm saying is, is people like Coach Ray are putting in the hours. They're putting in the work. Like, They're sacrificing their all time. They, all they really need is some, is some people to come out and, and, and match their energy. Everybody wants to talk about matching energy when it's negative or when it's, it's some haters coming around. Why can't we match positive energy? Like well, me and Coach Ray have had our differences on the field, a thousand percent. Like I would, I would be hard pressed to say the man even likes me. He don't cuss <laughs> me out in the parking lot. No lie. But I respect the man for what he's trying to build, and I, I'll send players his way if anybody comes to me. Like 
I think some of these guys, like, they have the right direction. They have the right mindset. They want to do the right thing. So, like, it, it, regardless of whether you like the man or not, like, sometimes you got to respect the man and just put some effort behind some shit you believe in. Well, I appreciate only the one F-bomb. Man, that hurt. <laughs> it hurt a little bit. I'm trying to get better, man. Yeah, I'm trying to improve you. just like hey, I see all every the work day. you guys are putting in, man. I get every hurt every day. time I step on that field. So maybe that's not my place. But I still have a passion for this game. I love this game. I love what it does for people. Hey, can you like, imagine being my age? Like, you know what I mean? I, no, I, no, I'm, I'm I, serious. I can't. No, what I'm saying is, like, I, I can't imagine. Play. No, no, no. What, I want to play. What, what he means yeah, by no, that, like, like, is, when, like, when we're in the booth and, like, big plays happen and you two get jumpy, that's what he's talking yeah, about. No, yeah, no, I know that feeling. I want to be out there. But I want to make sure that these people have that feeling in front of their friends, their coworkers, their family, yeah. like their kids. I want you to be able to put this on in front of the passion. a random passion, person in exactly. New Jersey. I want to I want to see you guys put this on on CBS and and whatever. Like I want to see you guys do the most. Basically, Scotty's, I might not be able to do it, but I I know you guys can. Basically, what Scotty's put trying to say is work. he wants to be Tony Romo and he wants me to be Jim Nance minus the hairpiece. Got it. There you go, man. Look. Hold on. Right, hold on. If I, I could it. be I... half as good looking and a quarter rich, I'd be all right. <laughs> all right. So um, our next guest, who uh, went very viral in week one, all oh over God. social media with this particular hit that's going to come in your screen right about now. Twenty-five across the thirty. Oh, big clean hit. Mr. Jackson says hello. Hey, if you slow it down, oh he looked up at the stands before the tackle oh. was done. Look at him. Look at him. He was looking at the stands before the tackle was over with. He knew he killed him. He knew he killed him. That's my ref right there. That's my ref. That's a Vegas well, grid I, ref right there. Can I ask the first question? Well, I, let, let me properly introduce him first. I take back every time I cry for a sack. I okay. take it back. Introduce now, him. now, just for the record, no, he is not the father of Mike, Jackie, Jermaine, Tito, Marlon and Randy and Janet and Reby oh. and Latoya. Well, in that case, I got to change my first question. Oh, that gummit. Anyhow, <laughs> he is part of Sick With It. Mr. Joe Jackson's in the building. Mr. Jackson, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thanks Appreciate for coming in. So, Chris, you wanted to ask the first question. The floor is yours. Well, no, I was going to ask him if, you know, where's that Tito? Was, no, that, if, if that was Mike's real color, I'd just kill you. <laughs> Just wanted to know, but I mean, if, then you you blew it up by telling me he ain't freaking their ki their father. So now I got to think of another question. No, in in reality, when I said I want to ask the first question, my first question was going to be: I saw you coming across the field to make that hit, and I in my mind it slowed down. And what I was going to ask you is, in your mind. Did that slow down for you to make that hit? Uh, I mean, I made I made a couple of hits like that in my career. So, but yeah. this one's this one, I, I because we're there, right? We're up in the booth, we're watching. So I saw you coming, and I'm like, he's not going to. And then when when you laid the wood, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I take that back. He's going to. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> I had to. I mean, it slowed down for sure. I it figured slow down. I mean, I really didn't know I hit him that hard until I felt his body up under me. I was like, oh, man, I crushed him. 
Well, you know what? That's what this game's about. No, you knew it. You looked up to the stands before you hit the ground, sir. Come on, Mike, man. I see to it. I see He's. I saw you look up too. Uh, just man. so you know, and I don't think you were looking up to say, "Okay, I didn't hit him with my head." I think you were looking up to see the crowd. No, he he hit him so hard he knew the ooh was coming. He just wanted to see it. <laughs> I, I had to. I mean, of course, Ed Mons was that's, in the stands too. So that, that's like up. when Ray Lewis told everybody he hits with his eyes open so he could see people's reaction. That's Dude, just I've that's never, just disrespectful. I'll tell you what, I've never been able to hit anybody with my eyes open. Really? No. Hmm. I've never been a, even with the helmet on. I've never been able to hit somebody. It's I don't know what it is. Moment of impact. I for for whatever reason naturally close my eyes. I don't even hit hard and I close my eyes. <laughs> so Joe, real quickly, um, give us and tell us your football story. Give us your football background. Uh, so um, I mean, I started playing football late. I was a baseball player at first. I oh. played. I started playing football probably like twelve years old. Um, Damn, you consider that late? Right. I mean, most people start, most kids start five years old, six years old. I mean, I, I didn't was, start until I was eight. Yeah. Yeah. I was about 12. Uh, I played for Kings, um, Panthers, Little League, NYFL. Uh, then. Oh, Chris's League. Yeah. Back when it was grass fields and everything back in, back way back then. Uh, but then I went to Cannes Springs. I went to Western my freshman year. So shout out to the dub, of course. Um, what year was that? Uh, 2010. 2010, 2011. Probably like last time they went to the playoffs. I mean, it's been a minute. Uh, went to Cannes Springs. Uh, shortly after that, I mean, stopped playing. Then I started officiating. And uh, how'd you get into that? Oh man, my my boy Preston actually, and uh, <laughs> Preston and uh, Sin City referees. Man, when it was like 16, he came out to the school, asked a couple of guys on the football team, like, do you want to, you want to uh, make some money? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I definitely officiate some games, so I started officiating, and then everything then just took off. Like now, is it just football or is it all sports? Uh, all sports. Okay. I mean, I do volleyball, basketball. Um, football, Once you get course, in with Sin City, football. you're reffing everything. Yeah. They get you a little diverse <clears throat> in there. I mean, you That's have dope. there's guys right now that that uh, ref for Sin City that are reffing college games. Hold on a Now, apparently, Joe. Um, Scotty wants you, wants you to give him credit about it. He uh, taught you how to play a middle linebacker. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Hey, this yeah, crazy story <laughs> about Scott, man. Scott was my football coach because my, um, my sophomore year in high school, I ended up transferring to Canyon, and they uh, didn't allow me to play. They said I got recruited to go to Canyon, so I ended up uh, playing another year in Little League, and Scott was the coach. Like, my homeboys wow. told me to come play. Scott was actually the coach for me back then, so it was crazy. <laughs> Vegas football you're so, such a small world for us to put out Scooter, the athletes, you're welcome yes. for us to put out the athletes that we do with the small pool that we have and like how like we're all connected in in, in so many various ways it's it's incredible it's like crazy. this is why like I think that this league need like I really can't wait to the point where Vegas like all of, the rest of Vegas gets to find out about how dope our football community is and that's one of the things we're trying to push for you guys is to get out into the community more, not for you guys to do it, but for us to do it as like as members of the broadcast and the media. It is our duty to get y'all out there. So as long as y'all keep putting up highlights like this gentleman is right here, y'all make my job a whole lot easier because it's my job to go out there and make sure everybody sees y'all play. Our duty to, 
to satisfy that booty. Um, well, I do thank that you, what, all the time. What, what year did you play NYFL? Uh, NYFL, I started playing in, I want to say, 08, 09, 08, 09. Oh, damn. Like Falcons. I mean, uh, Randall Cunningham team was in there. He had a team with hmm. his son and all that. Yes. Um, I, coached against, I coached against him. Yeah? Yeah. See, I was on the Panthers when he uh, he was in the league. So we, you probably played, well, how old were you? I was what thirteen? Yeah, you played. We played your. We played you guys then. Yeah, I was a quarterback. I, I was. was quarterback uh, <clears throat> we had the. Um, uh, I think it was the Broncos. That's crazy. Coach Mike had me playing for the Broncos in the pigskin tournament. Yeah, year. we played. We had. Um, that was a. It was an interesting time because when we were when we started coaching, it was in like. I want to say January, February. So it was spring, yeah, spring, spring season, and we were where we had our uh, our all of our practices at was up in Summerlin, and it started to snow, and the get the kids were like, "Oh, we calling, we're, that's it, right?" And I'm like, "No, man. hell no, we still got we still got man, an hour the to go." Biggest shit was, I've heard, man. But we yeah, it's like having a thigh tattoo. But no, it's it's weird to me because I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking about the kids that I coached, thirteen, fourteen years old. All of you, all the kids would be like in their twenties now, mid to late twenties, and I'm thinking, damn, okay, that tells me how old I really am. <laughs> so, age check. Yeah, yeah, I still want to be out there with y'all. I ain't gonna lie, still want to be out there. All right, so how did you get involved with A7, and what made you eventually decide to play with Sick with it? Oh man, that's a good question, man. But I gotta shout out my boy Easy, man. I wasn't even gonna play because I I'm gonna be real. I literally probably hung the cleats up. I was just officiating, just man, refereeing. So uh my boy Easy uh started getting in the league. He uh ended up being with uh with Mark and everybody. Uh he hit me up like, man, you should play. Like, come play. Man, it's tackle, it's not flag. They can't run and uh hide them flags from me. So now I'm like, all right, man, I come play. So I end up uh I I mean I I thought about it for a little bit. And then uh, I ended up talking to Mark. Mark was like, man, come play. It's not going to be no backyard bull. It's a structure. Well, my my curiosity, though, if if Scooter was your coach, why didn't you go play for the Insomniacs? I mean, that's a a good question. Under pressure. Scott, (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't even know Scott was playing in the league until week one in the spring. And I'm lining up against him, and he's the quarterback. Oh, so wow. I'm like, after the game, we like, he's like, man, you sh- you would have definitely played with me. I would have definitely came and played. You would have came and played with the Insomniacs. But I was like, ah, it's all right. I'm sick now, baby. Well, I had to ask a question. I mean. It, no, it's a good know, question because that. that, that your coach. You know the fact that he's your coach. Yeah. I mean, he was your coach. So I got to ask the question, well, wait a minute. How come you went a different route? But now when you look at sick with it and how they're put together what are your thoughts on what you guys could do this season i mean uh, you know what ultimate goal is to win of course that's what week in week out we come out to win no matter who we line up against we coming out to win well i'm asking that because I, I was hoping that you'd say something else but you know <laughs> all right real quickly um <laughs> You've been officiating for too long. You got political answers. <laughs> you got, you got, you you got th- that you political you answer good. You guys, y'all think you keep the sport? The, like y'all kept the point spread lead with a bye week. Yes. 
So y'all get a chance to put up points against almost everybody. Against, I mean, you know, y'all not gonna put up no. I mean, never mind. Um, <laughs> y'all got a chance to put up points in some of y'all games. Whereas, you know, like you guys still have the lead right now. You guys feel comfortable in that position? I mean, it, we come out to dominate. I mean, you line up against us. We going we coming out to win every we're win every play, man. Like there it is. We're not coming. Love we're not coming to back down I, against nobody. We coming to stop the run. We coming to play hard, and we coming to hit you in the mouth, bro. There's nothing else to do. So I'm glad you said that because that was their number one. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. That was their number one issue last year was the ability to stop the run. Y'all had y'all had everything else on defense. Y'all had the special teams. Well. Stopping the run I guess was an issue. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. But my question, they Mark, stopped, is they, they who do you think found, who do you think one. is going to be your uh, biggest competition? I mean, I, on, I still bro. got blood in my mouth, man. I, I want to. I, I still need to see oh, some. Yes, he wants man. the wolves. He wants I the wolf pack. He wants the wolf pack. Like everybody oh, else is fun to see, but you going to you going to give me a hard time for asking that question. But I mean, we we got to be real. You know, I'm not I'm not going to. People can say what they want. But, yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm but interested look, to see you guys Sick play. The way looking right now I'm waiting to serious. see you guys play the Outlaws. I want to see you guys play the Alienators. Crazy. I got to see that, too, because well, in my eyes, it, we have to see the whole but gamut. Not, but, not, but now check this out. So Sun, and the Outlaws once they mesh. So yep. Sunday, Woodrow and Cats are on Caffeine TV, A7FL.TV, and locally here in Vegas on Fox 5.2, and Cox Channel 125. Sequita is under the lights against the alliance so real quickly give me your quick synopsis joe on the alliance what you seen and what do you think of the stopping key on when you see them this sunday thank you for reminding me about the alliance i forgot about them anytime my, my bad Alonzo. anytime my bad i wasn't done on purpose flow george i joe, mean we definitely gotta uh i mean from the tape i did see it's stopping the run man they run the ball like probably 90 percent of the time i didn't really see them put it in the air like that so i mean definitely winning in the trenches and coming to uh, coming to play hard, man. They run hard. It look like but we gonna see. Definitely test that chin. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a boxer. That's boxer awesome. versus the puncher. But yes, you can catch that game Go seven p.m. this upcoming Sunday. Under the lights, sick against the Alliance. Can't wait to call that. Should oh, be no. should be some fire. Shout out uh, to Devontae. Will be. will be. And Devontae in the chat is tearing everybody a new one. All right, Mr. Jackson. Final thoughts before we say so long for now. Oh man, uh, I just want to shout out my mom, man. She's the reason why I'm here. Right? Oh what yes, a sir. Good man. Mama, Mama Dukes. Yeah. Yes, what sir. A, what a good man. Let me find out. Yeah, good so, football. Good. Watching at home, man. man let me family find out, life. sir. And we always sick, baby. We always sick. <laughs> well, there you see it. The patriarch of the Jackson family, Mr. Joe Jackson. Joe, we appreciate the time, buddy. Thank you for coming in. Definitely appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Yeah, appreciate thank you, you, sir. Appreciate always. you. I'm going to keep crying for calls, too. Just so you know. <laughs> keep crying for what? For calls. Calls. And flag. He, he refs the flag league that I play in. Or that I used to play in. Used to play in. When, when I had good knees and stuff. <laughs> Before you try to play on meniscus. Meniscus yeah. tears. Well, working on Fremont, don't warm my knees up. Oh, good Lord. Stop you know, it. You are all I can say is <laughs> All I can say is. Work. How old are you now? I'm only 35. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. will you start listening to people that are older than you? Yeah. Look, Been man, there, done that? Yeah. Listen to your elders. Look. You'll I, learn a lot. Yeah, I tried playing on the torn meniscus. Uh, hello, what did I tell you? Oh, every, every single person told me not to. Okay. 
I yeah, mean, but, there's but, there's two people. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna but you, but, you got, out, but I appreciate y'all support. But you got two A seven dads. Chris being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, always yeah. gonna look out for you, man. Look, you think, think I'm telling honestly, you that just cause? No, but what, what I really think is that uh through my stubbornness and through my hard headedness and through my like fighting my ego and wanting to play and want to be the baddest and want to be the best. You said the key thing right through, there. Ego. Fight, ego. Fighting through all that, like what I really understood, like come to understand is that like sometimes your purpose is bigger than you. Sometimes your purpose isn't to get you further ahead. Like sometimes your purpose is, is bigger than that. Like, and I honestly feel like I've, I've found my purpose now and it is to get people on a level where they can get paid to play the game they love. There you go. And, and what, I, I, I what think that, let me this injury you. is going to do that. Let me ask you, and I want an honest answer. Mm-hmm. When you're doing things with your son, does ego come into play? Not at all. Well, then. I mean, sometimes I punch him in his chest. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a son. That's a father-son thing. Yeah. You know that as well as I do. Yeah. Me and my pops used to do, we used to roughhouse like crazy. Yeah. And my pops used to grab me by my ankle, pick me up in the air like nothing. He was only 5'6". My grandfather had meat hooked Texas hands. I do not want that smoke. No, no. No, so no, all you. I'm saying is, all yeah. I'm saying is, if the ego don't come into play, let that ego go, bro. Yeah, no, I'm working on it. And don't let the, just let that ego it's go. Been, it, it, it's a, it's like a, a big thing. That ego the has never gotten any man anywhere, ever, ever. But on a side note, I do love having you in the booth with me. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, it's fun. <laughs> Oh, it's fun, but we we gotta we gotta bring ourselves together next week. This coming weekend, man. We we kind of lost. We went off the tracks a couple yeah, times a, a, last a, week. Little, hey, a little hey, bit. We're not going. Yeah, we. We're not yeah. going to talk about. It. No, no. I'm not looking at the chat. No. <laughs> but as long as y'all have me feeling, but like as long, no, because I I immediately reverted back to podcast, and it I went I went from Scott McCorkle to the Viking real fast. It's not good. Yeah, we got to keep you a Scotty <laughs> in the booth. All right, now joining us. In the studio, um, quite frankly. Well, I'll say it like this. And yeah, I'll be a little bit biased because I try to be the humble host, but. Um, no, you got you, This young man, you got to be biased, <laughs> man. You got to be biased. But, but, I'm, but I'm talking about the division as a whole. Yeah, but hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me finish first. Okay, okay. Let me finish all right, first. All right, all right. By all far, right. I think we have the best throwing returners. In the whole entire league, talking about this division as a whole, and we have one of them in the studio. Yeah, wasn't wasn't like correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he win? Oh yes, he is. The, he the is the reigning defending well, then, returner of the year. Well, let, then, let, let, do let, we let, do we let, need to say more? No, we don't. Okay, but yes, he is the reigning defending returner of the year. Um, if you have not seen this man on the three on, you need to go to YouTube, and you just need to watch. OTT games, and then watched the first game or the second game of the Outlaws as he, or the first game of the Outlaws as he took one to the house, doing what he does, earning the nickname Big Play Say. Mr. Savion Cunningham is in the building. Savion, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me. How are you, sir? I'm good, actually. That's good. So um, tell our viewers your football story, how you got involved playing the game of football. It ain't very long because he ain't very old. That is very true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. No, I started when I was like nine or ten in Sacramento. That's from my hometown. Oh, nine one six in the building, Northern California. Uh, you know, stand Mac, up, Mac Town. You feel me? Uh, but uh, I started playing for the South Sac Vikings. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, did you say at nine? Yeah, nine. nine. Or 10. What was yeah. that? Eight years ago? Stop. Watch, Stop watch. It. Hold on. Stop. He's gonna. Stop. He's gonna. He's gonna say no. It was eleven years ago. Hey. 
I'm not really good at math, so I'm not even going to get into How that. How old are you now? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm 22. Exactly. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's all I was saying. That's all I wanted. Oh, to be 22 <laughs> again. 13 years ago. Hey, 13 years ago. One, bro. Uh, Dude, I, 13 years ago. Come on, man. I was 39. Go ahead. All right. No, that's good. That's good. So after that, I like, am good at math. Hey, Tay said you got that durag surgically implanted because you don't never take it off. <laughs> bro, he I said first haircuts on him though. Bro, look, I be going to sleep with it on, bro. I, I believe it. I don't. Hey, he did just say he just woke yeah, up. Yeah, I did. I woke up at three, so don't get on my head about this. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be doing we that. Don't, we don't have to get on your head because guess what? The durag is already on your head. Oh, okay, they trying to come for me, but it's cool. Though. It's cool. <laughs> no, they, like, they, they can't catch you on the field. They no, they can't. <laughs> no, but you know I'm gonna keep it where it is. Though. The only way I'm gonna catch you is with a car. <laughs> I'm just saying, out I, in the parking lot. But no, nah, I'll on everybody. Helmet. Make sure that you funny. make sure your head's on a swivel. Oh yeah, I definitely will. <laughs> but now I came from I came to Vegas when I was 14, 13 or fourteen. So last year. <laughs> 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 oh, I really Las Vegas Boulevard it's, it's is too in the much. Middle. It's too easy. It's too easy. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I came here. I started middle school out here from six. Well, yeah, I started middle school out here. I didn't go to middle school in California. You so, know, I wanted to. I didn't get to seventh grade on. No, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. And then I started. I started playing for the Las Vegas Trojans out here when I was like in the seventh grade. Vegas Trojans is that? Oh shit! It, it was like a that's while not back. that's not NYFL anymore, is it? No, no, it's not. I don't even know what that is anymore. I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, but um, and then and then the eighth grade, like after that year playing for the Trojans, I went to the War <clears throat> uh, Las Vegas Warriors, and that was NYFL, I believe. No, it's NYS. I played. Yeah, for, I was gonna say NYFL. Just so you know, yeah. NYFL, all NYFL teams affiliation was always nfl teams affiliation oh. so it was always the nicknames for and for nfl teams NY that i remember nys i played for the green machine that's what i did i played no nyfl i played for green machine hmm. I'm, getting all, I'm getting all this confused <laughs> don't mind me well so you but you started playing realistically when you were back in sack yeah and that's, at nine years old is when you started that's where it all started yeah okay were you faster than everybody else then Oh yeah, <laughs> dude! You can't. Hey, haven't you? Haven't you been told you can't teach? Speed? You can't teach it, nor can look, you coach it. Man, look, I'm white. Speed coach has been lying to me my whole life. <laughs> Scotty, I love you. <laughs> look, it is what it is. Else. People been telling me, "Oh yeah, no, we can work on that." But uh, so, no my question to you is, what was your position? Oh, before yeah, like I know you would think I'm lying, but before I used to play DN. And running back. I didn't even play receiver at the time at all. My DN. guess is at what? nine years old, the reason why you played DM was because you were bigger than everybody else back then. Oh, no. They were bigger than me. Oh, so you just ran around just them? ran right around. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like some Javon Curse type stuff. Yes. Yeah, but uh, like back then, like people don't know. I used to be able to hit people. Like I had a nickname. It was called 911. What? That was my name when I got on the field. Nine one one. Yes, that was my name when I got. Like, you hit people like is that. Is there any yeah, film I'm, I'm of so you? Serious. If there is there any film of you giving the hit stick to somebody? Because I, I really want to see this. Honestly, you gotta ask my mom about that because I have no film in my. Well, phone I'll tell you what. That. Let's let's have that conversation after. 
because I want to see yeah, films. I wanna, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm intrigued. Seriously, now. My, <laughs> I got you. I, I'll we'll talk about. Yeah, that I want to talk it because yeah. I want to see some film on that. All right, so uh, obviously, wanna see, like, if no. you want to see film on me, you got to put pop in the VHS. But anyway. <laughs> Not the beta, not not the beta machine. Well, it's VHS. <laughs> Trust me. All right. So, how did you eventually make your way towards a seven FL Savion? Um, when I well, you know, shout out to my boy G Heard. That's where it all. That's where it all started. God bless. And that's where it all started. Uh, we started. I played for the Saints, the Las Vegas Saints, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, the start of twenty twenty one. I played for the Las Vegas Saints. And then he was blowing me up about coming to the A7 and see if I want to come play with him. My mom didn't want me to play because there's no pads and she don't want me to get hurt or nothing. I was second and guessing it, but I looked at it and I was like, you know, I'll try it. And then when I started trying it, you know, I just got into it. So I just never stopped playing it. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a surprise a lot of people. And I'm going to ask no. you this. I'm going to ask you this. I heard you got two little brothers. Yeah, I do. Uh-oh. And I heard that they were off the chain yeah, as far as football players. I'm the only receiver in the family. They're all running backs. They're and I heard they, they were just as fast. Oh, they are. They are. They and are. how old are they? Uh, 20 and 18. So can you imagine the three of them <laughs> on one squad? Oh, that's the kill <laughs> squad. I'm not going to lie. It's that's like pick your poison on, on the three on exactly. one. Exactly. But... <laughs> Tell them where your brothers are at. All my brothers, um, where he's the one younger than me, like below me, the one that's 20. He's mm-hmm. about to go to Juco for St. George or Sac City, which, whichever one. But after I was thinking, like, after this, me and my brothers could all go to Juco and go play together because I never got to play with them, like, ever. I, I played with my brother in high school. I went to Silverado. I finished my senior year in Silverado. But, yeah, that's the only time I played with him. Honestly, so many people don't know the family. Ooh, Savion Cunningham. Ooh, man, the family. We gotta, we gotta make sure that we, uh, we keep you guys in line and understand what you guys are all about. Because uh, I would love to see the three brothers playing in the A seven on the same team because that would be crazy. So you said your natural position was D was D line and running yeah, back. Yeah, I started at the line. So when you when you when you played running back, who would you say that you pattern your one your run style after? My run style mm, there's a lot of people, but I'll say Jamal Charles. Mm. Honestly. Mm. Well, that's, that's just very accurate. Yeah, because that's like, Mr. Charles I, was honestly, very fast. Yeah, yes, he was. No, that's a very accurate. Look, man, it's it's about the speed okay. and the balance, and yeah. this young man has both. The balance is the hard part because we can see, we see a lot of track guys come out to a seven playing football in general that it just doesn't translate. No, because you could be straight line fast all day long, but it's something about that curve, like catching that curve. While somebody's chasing you and you know they got the angle and you just have to beat them. So I wanna it's a it's different. So I wanna I, see I wanna see if Save remembers this. Remember your first year in the C, in the uh, A seven? Oh yeah, I remember it for sure. Do you remember what we talked about on the sideline? On your first the first time you took one back on the three on one? No, I do not remember that. Okay. Your second, so your first, you danced around. And got tackled. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. On your second, I told you, make them commit, make one move and go. Yeah, one move and go. And what happened? 
Oh, it's a crib call. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And what have you been doing ever since? A one moving. <laughs> so, try to explain to our viewers, because um, you are the reigning defending return of the year. Is there an art form in in returning? Because I mean, a lot of you guys in this division make it look very effortless. Um, just just explain the art form of what it is when you're on the return, and just like what do you see once you have the ball in hand, and it's just. Go time. Didn't we just say that? Yeah. We kind of just said that. No, but, yeah. I, but, but I'm just saying just take me in the mindset for, oh. for our viewers. Well, I don't know. They just say just a, go at the first person you think is the weakest. Go for the weakest. I was going to ask if you, if you pick the person before the throw. I don't know because honestly what I've been saying, Cylon is my best friend. Every return you've seen was me going down the Cylon. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I like to do because – yeah, we were talking that, about it along the same lines of Dub. I was wondering if he picked somebody before, because you see the thicker guys. Well, no, like they kind of look around and we they're were, looking at somebody like oh, you. We had that discussion on the sidelines, and I bet them. If you remember, I bet you twenty bucks. Oh yeah, I remember. And I said, I said, look, you want to take this one back to the house? He said, yeah. I said, all right. You see who the weakest link is on the end. Not the middle. Pick a guy on the end, the weakest link. Put your foot in the ground, make one move, use your speed around the corner, and you're gone. And From what happened? He was, was gone. Was made wrong. a house call. And ever since that, what do you do? Just, I just return the ball every time. That's all so, it is. So, Go quick question. Guy. <clears throat> um, what I, token? That's what what led, token what, he told me what he led, said he said you go at the white guy <laughs> Savion, what led um to your decision for the fall to play for the outlaws and not over the top oh no I'm, i ain't got nothing against over the top bro g is always gonna be my first option in a7 honestly i ain't never switched enough from ott but i wanted to play a season with trey because i want like i like trey as a quarterback since we was playing in pads like, bro, I believe I can get anywhere with Trey. And he like got good ball placement. And he's a mobile quarterback. So like, that's that's a, like a deadly threat. So if he if he doesn't run the ball, then I'm gonna get open, one way or another. So. And I could always have fun with that and say shout out to my son. Yeah, no, <laughs> the second son of Krypton. I understand that, bro. Like that's. But I think one of my other questions is, so with what's ha- what's going on with this season. Where do you see yourself in spring? Honestly, I see myself going back to ODT. I was just, I just wanted to try out something new, but I like OTT is my home in A seven. Honestly, now, I'm not gonna lie. Now this is, and I know I didn't tell. Like I always harp on recruiting, but Savion, that's your fucking job being over there. Really, like I'm not trying to stir up no bush. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> hold on. I'm, not, I'm really not trying to stir up no shit. But the outlaws, like the outlaws, as an organization, like as much talent as you guys have, and nobody, nobody is saying you guys don't have talent. What y'all need is chemistry. But at the end of the day, unless y'all go take over a team that is already a legacy team, y'all can't play together in spring. Under that organization, unless you go like take over the gold or whatever, but if th- this could be a Why recruiting not take option over OTT for 
that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like it could be a thing where now, now all of a sudden G Erd has not just some help, but the help, <laughs> the help that he needs. You know what I mean? That that could be a thing. Like, and I'm hoping it is for G for for G Erd, bro. We all like watching him play. We like what he brings to the table. We like what OT. I've been. I've been singing OTT's praises for the longest time. I like how they get down. They only take the best and and who they think has enough heart to compete on their level. So I think that he deserves some help. And I think maybe, just maybe, and mind you, I'm kind of into conspiracies. Maybe Savion was, <laughs> maybe Savion and G Heard had this conversation, said, hey, let's take this fall brawl. Take your talented ass over to one of these stacked teams. Talk to a couple of people. Let's get a couple of linemen, and let's get a couple of people that'll that'll you know throw some blocks downfield, and let's get this thing rolling. Like the like the A seven is like the A seven is going to be a lot further along in three years. So if we can get some good building blocks out of you going and playing one fall brawl that's not for a national championship with another team, go do it. Saves so looking at you like yeah okay whatever bro. I also be high sometimes. <laughs> So, Savion, real quickly, your outlaws this Sunday at 4 p.m. Take on the Alienators. Real quickly, uh, your thoughts on the Alienators and what do you think you guys have to do to get a win against them on Sunday? Um, honestly, that's a good question. I don't know. I didn't really watch. I didn't really watch the Alienators play. I always got to the game late. I never watched. <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna be real to you. I don't even watch film when nobody else play. I just play them and then. That's how, that's what I'm gonna go off. You gotta adapt to me. So <laughs> Oh, I know. So. You know what I mean? Like you have to adapt. He he feels like he really in his head and his sleepy young ass. He just be I guarantee you he sleep right up until it's time to leave and then he hit the snooze button. Most definitely. He shows up barely on time with with slides on. And ready to take one back to the house. And and still I mean, in slides he probably runs a four three. I don't wanna hear it. <laughs> Actually, what'd you run at the uh, combine? Yeah, um, I don't remember four I, four, right? Yeah, four four. But 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 I had to think about that. But Savion has. I don't know if you've ever been tested in the forty or if you've ever been trained on running the forty, but that's not his event. No, like he's a top end guy, but the forty really isn't his shit. It doesn't like his the, technique. It doesn't, it doesn't he tell didn't the story. drill it. Like that's not. No, I was you trying can't to tell him. When it's we were, not when everybody's. We were there. It's not everybody's thing. Like when we if were somebody there. worked with Savion for a couple of weeks on how to run the forty, I I can almost guarantee if he started doing squats, like if he really worked out and worked on it for a couple of months, he might get under a four four. Actually, it wasn't because of that. It's because of his. Um, when you run the 40, 40 is for track guys, and you have to train like a track guy, which means you have to run down the middle of the of the field. And when we were out where we were. Um, say if I came to you and I told you try to picture a line right down the middle yeah, and try to stay on that line as much as possible and you, the first 40 you ran if you remember I timed you at a 4-7 yeah. the okay. second 40 that you ran you ran a 4-5 uh -huh. and then the third is where you ran the 4-4 and that was your, your closest to middle yeah. that I saw now if you could have ran like uh, some of the other kids ran right down the middle I'm sure that you would have been at a four three, so I think that's the only difference. But your, in my eyes, your um, athleticism takes over when you're playing. Because so I've seen you go up over people that were taller than you and bring the ball down, 
I've seen you make plays where I was like, oh, there ain't no, oh, never mind. There is a way. <laughs> so I got to give it to you, man. I mean, you play bigger than what you are. And even when I see you out there on the field and, and you know, there's some other guys that are like you. Um, Tay is another one. That boy, whew, you know, he, he <laughs> all I can say is if I was playing corner, which I did, there'd be some business decisions made where it would be like an Olay type of play because I really don't want that that oh, man to hit you me. Went Roger Dorn Ran, hey, you went Roger Dorn on me. So no, random, I, dude. Random dude. thought? Yes, Olay. <laughs> yeah, so, so random thought. You, you know how like corners and stuff kind of like back away, or sometimes, not all corners, because we got some hitting corners in this league, but some corners or some smaller guys will back away from the contact or whatever. Is it the same thing when you see a big dude kind of pull up when somebody gets when a fast guy catches the edge? I feel like we don't shame the loafs from like thicker dudes. Pause. No pause. I said it. Yeah, thicker um, dudes is okay. I meant to how I said it. <laughs> no, you. But good. like, we don't necessarily get on dudes for loafs like like we do for dudes shying away from contact. And I feel like it's. It's the same mentality that does that. The only, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would rather you step up and get racked, or, and I'd rather you watch you get burnt, but watch you run until he hits the end zone. Yeah. Like, I just feel like you're giving, you're giving up. Because, yeah. like, to Keep me, like, so, I don't... Man, my my play style, I made my biggest plays on cutbacks and stuff like that keep just because I didn't stop. Yeah, but keep in mind, the only reason why I said that I would have to make a uh, business decision against Tay is because you look at the height You're difference. You're a horse collar or truck. Exactly. The height height difference is right in taste. Or he'll just come running for you. Well, he's he's right in he's in that size category where no matter what I do, it's going to be hard for me to get lower than him. So all I'm going to be able to do is wrap up his head. Or you get the Roger Craig knees in your in 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 your dome. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta pick that poison because um, going after his legs that ain't any better. But could you imagine catching one of them knees to oh, the chin? Dude, no, you're done. No, thank you. Unconscious. All right. Before we say so long to Savion, Savion, anybody want to shout out before um, you head back to Wait, your no. fortress? Do you think you're still the fastest in Las Vegas? Uh oh. Do I do I think I am? Yes. Like, you know, I'm not a cocky dude, but I know I'm fast, though. Not only, like, I know there's, like, one person that I think is keeping up with me is Isaiah, the returner for the Lions. Well, he had himself mm. a nice yeah. game and that's on somebody Sunday. Really, well, wait a minute. Hold, hold, hold yeah. on, hold on. What about Donye? Oh, yeah, Donye, no. No, he, he's way too fast. I ain't going to lie. I'm like, hey, me and Donye, I feel like me and Donye is the same speed. I'm not going to knock Donye's speed at all. That boy Donye is fast. See, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give you – Calling out names on purpose. I've heard about this Isaiah kid. Yeah, I, we ain't really get to see him like that. But no. I don't well, we heard. saw we I've, we saw him on Sunday. Yes, I we seen did. like he was a, he was in a chat like in the flag, and I, I I'm sorry, I apologize. I know I always bring it up, but in one of the flag football groups, we were talking about the fastest guys in Las Vegas, and it was like it was some old school guys, probably like 12, 15 guys that was really like, nah, Isaiah's really that like he's really the fastest, and like. It was people going back and forth between Donye, uh, Caleb, the dude who ran the four, the Cole four two two, which he's fast in the forty, but I haven't seen him enough game film to see Six, if he's five. fast. And but I haven't seen him in the game cook but people you, like Donye Sav and everybody else. You brought up you brought up the uh, flag, and all I got to say is for one thing that I 
do take personally is I got to thank um, the guys in the flag league because I am on the list, short list for Hall of Fame for that. So man. I'm hoping, hoping to get in, man, because, uh, you know, 23 championships say something. That's a lot. Yeah. Save you on anybody you want to shout out before uh, we say so long for now? Oh, my boy Moses. No, you know, my, my starting line, my whole team, honestly, my mom, my dad, my brothers, you know, my boy KJ, you know, y'all know him as Chia. Oh, yeah. Y'all know him as Chia. Oh, yeah. That's my boy. I'm glad he's back because I An- always want to another play one of Another one of the great returners we have in this right? division. Right? He is, but he it's just not his passion. If it was his passion, we'd all be in trouble. Yeah. Like, I'd be glad it's not his like, passion. That's what I'm saying. Like, is he's so talented. Mm-hmm. This is a side hobby for him, and he's better. That's irritating. As just good. Freak. Just playing good. And I'm one trying, hell of a side. You know what? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. The one thing that I appreciate between KJ, Savion, and a bunch of the guys that play in the league, they're really good people. Really good young men. And um, Save, you, you definitely On check that, that box. Oh, yeah. In my. For me, because you and I have had our discussions, you and I have talked on the sidelines, and I appreciate you as a as a player, as a young man. You are anybody who is listening that is wondering if this young man is coachable, very much so, and listens, does what he's asked to do with no problem, and doesn't give you a hard a hard time for it. So, watching you and some of the young men that come out and play, it's a privilege. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Savion Cunningham, the returner of the year, joining us in the studio. Savion, thank you, buddy. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. So in case you haven't figured it out, or in case you're just new to the show, um, Reno, Nevada has thrown its cap into the ACE NFL realm, and Coach Lott is looking for players to play up in Reno. So if you are in the Reno area, Tryouts and practice will be from 3.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Catherine Dunn Field. That's on Monday, Fridays, and Saturday. Now, of course, our producer, Mr. Blaze, and Mama Blaze are heading up this area for Ace NFL. So if you want to play and have the desire to play and want to register and all that stuff, first, if you want to register to play, go to acefflwest.com, and then we'll give you all the information there. And if you want to go practice and play, again, please. Catherine Dunfield, 3.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. They get together on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And there's way too many polys up there for y'all not to be competing. And I'll just say, James asked 23 championships for who? Multiple teams, James. I started probably before you did in Chris's league and played, I don't know, probably had four or five championships before 2000 within Chris's league, but anyway. All right, so we've talked about verbatim the matchups coming up on this upcoming Sunday for week three of the Fall Brawl, which, again, A7FL TV, <coughs> Caffeine TV, and, of course, locally here in Las Vegas, Fox 5.2, Cox Channel 125, all a part of the Silver Sports and Entertainment Network. Kicking it off, 1 p.m. will be over the top against the Hunters. Second... Slot will be 4 p.m. The Outlaws and the Alienators, two new teams to the Fall Brawl. Of course, the number one seed, Sick with it against the Alliance. That's the nightcap at 7 p.m. So, Sick is the one, two seed, the reigning defending champions, the Insomniacs. They got the bye. They're the two seed. 
three seed is the Alliance for the Outlaws. Five seed is the Alienator. Six seeds over top. Hunters are the seven seed. So, gentlemen, Hunters over the top. How do we see it? Hunters mm. over the top. That is going to be what I consider the game of the day, um, mainly because I think that it's two evenly matched teams, and I don't think that's going to be a, uh, a a blowout by any means going either way. I think, think that's back gonna, and forth. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the games that we see go back and forth pretty evenly, and realistically, it depends on, in my eyes, it depends on who are we getting because we saw over-the-top change quarterbacks, what, four times? Yes. So it just depends on that to me, and I think that if, you know, if I've got to give a breakdown right now, I am going to give the uh, edge to the Hunters Mm. in this game because I don't know who's playing quarterback for over-the-top, and that is a concern. And I want to see, are they going to be able to sustain their drives? Because that's the one thing we saw. We saw big plays out of them, and then we saw them stall in the red zone. So that's a concern. And we saw from the Hunters, we saw some plays that took them into the red zone. We saw them capitalize on those plays on three-point plays. Twice, yes. So we know that they have the capability. And we know they have the forethought. Exactly. Like they're going to play the game. That's one thing that Coach Ray is going to do. And that's one thing he mentioned is he's learned, he's still feeling out how to play this game. The Correct. Seven, the that seven, includes the seven on seven. how to use your timeouts, how to play off the three on one, how to use the get back, how to use. He's testing all of these theories out. He literally just told us it's just, this is an experiment. This is just to find out what works for him in his system. And what he got. And, and he's not the only one doing it. He just vocalized it in the proper way to where now I hope everybody else is paying attention. I, I, I got hunters by three. And I think it's going to be a three-point play. I think it'll be tied you up. You stole my thunder. 28-28. I'm going the same route. At 28 I think a three-point play and, walks it and off. And like Coach Ray said, his players are going to call it in from the sideline. They're going to know they got it, and that's going to be that they're going to win it like that. <clears throat> I, you know what? I wouldn't put it past them because, I mean, the thing about that three-point play is if you have confidence in it, which – Hunters have shown they're, they 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 were two they for have three. confidence in it. So they're they're batting six sixty seven for you know a baseball reference. And so they have a chance. And when when you have a, a a play like that and you have a chance, if the game is close, that can put you over the edge. Because like you were saying, Scotty, always go for two. But what's the one thing that we saw with uh, OTT? They didn't always go for two. They and went they for don't... one. And exactly. So could it wind up being another situation where it bites them? We'll find that out at 1 p.m. on all the uh, stations mentioned. But again, A7Villain.tv, Caffeine TV, and Fox 5.2 and Connection 125 to watch us do our thing in the booth and to watch the fall brawl of the A7Villain. Next game. And uh, it's the four versus the five seed. And normally when a four plays the five, it's normally the most physical and sometimes it would say the most entertaining, but it is the outlaws and the alienators. Now, wow. I'll say this. If Iriarte and Moncrief return for the Alienators, it's a whole different brawl game. Yep. 
But do oh. we know? Do we know if they're coming back to play? Don't know. Haven't Matter heard. of fact, I don't even know why the quarterback was out. High ankles. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. no Moncrief, that was running back. Moncrief was the ankle. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why Iriarte didn't play. I don't know. So that's a question mark. So that's my fault because I was do we, down there talking to him for a minute. But do we do we look at both of these and say, okay, it could go one way if both of those players play, or it could go the other way if they don't. That's a, that's a good possibility because I mean if, if it was a different I team, I think it's a blowout yeah. if they don't. Well, it's a different team. The Alienators are a different team with both of those guys correct. on the field. Yeah. Correct. So, so I think it's close if they do. Yes. Blowout if they don't. So what I see with this game is I've got to look at both sides of this, and I've got to say, okay, if both those players play, I'm going to say that it is. I agree with Scotty. I think it's a close game. And I think it really comes down to who is making the extra points, which we always talk about. Or in this case, turnovers. No, in this case, who is going for the three point conversion? Yeah. When it matters the most. Because we're Last we're talking yeah, we're talking one. we're it talking extra be. points, right? So the three point conversion could come into play in this game as well. Yeah. So we could look at a, a at a game where, you know, the differential is six points and it could be Two three point conversions. You're not. And that's that, not. You're not wrong. And that is if Moncrief plays, yeah. if and their that, quarterback and, and, plays, and it's, and it's a big if. Uh, yeah, and we they don't also know. have to throw off to that gentleman over there every time. And they've got to no 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 no. They don't have to throw off to him. They've got to cover him. Oh, they've yeah, got to they've got to make sure that he does not take one back to the house. But on the other side of it, the alienators ain't no slouch when it comes to returns either. No. So there's a difference between being a slouch and being a savion. True. I but, would agree. But again, you know what I mean? Just like, because, just he's because, elite. True. No question about that. But if and you can get trade dribbles basketball. If you but <laughs> dri- dribbles football. But if you can get decent returns, if you start at your own 40 or if your they own control the clock like they have been. That too. Like the alienators, their run game has been yes. effective. And they haven't thrown the ball yet because they haven't had to. No. Oh no, nobody the alienators, I don't no, think, the alienators threw the ball. In that first game, they set up. They set up. They did the, set up. They the set run. up Moncrief perfectly to start doing some and a, people for, a little and, bit. And people forget. I think they used Moncrief. They just bullied everybody. Bullied them. With well, I think I mean, they did the, too. The, but the play run action, game, play the run game, the run really game, played a game. The run game was predominant, but yes. that made Iriarte very good in the play action. He's a very good army. He's very accurate, also. So again, as they say, right. if Moncrief is, if know. Moncrief is in there. The entire game yeah. is different. Yes. He runs the ball so patiently and so powerfully, he changes it. Because it's a pace game now. He yes. is definitely it's, a different maker. It's a pace game now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, it's not like. I think what we need to do. He's not just like Tay, where Tay is just, you just give him the ball and yeah. he's a juggernaut. You're going to run over absolutely everybody. But I think so. what we need to do is we need to pay attention to what goes on and we need to talk to Coach Q and find out is Moncrief playing? Because I don't think they're going to give it up. I, I don't think they're going to give it up until until Sunday. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll know Friday. Yeah, you will. So I'll we, know are, Friday. Are we going to make a prediction or are you just going to come back to that? No, I'm going to say a close game, outlaws. and right now I'm going to call the Outlaws because we don't Eight. know whether or not they're playing. So let me call the Outlaws right now, and I'm going to say it's going to be a close game, and I'm going to give the Outlaws uh, right now, I'm going to say they're going to win by 10 points. Because we don't know whether or not Moncrief and the quarterback Ir- are playing. Play. And if they are playing, 
I'm going to say an even closer game, and I'm going to I'm not going to say it's a toss up because it's not going to be. I think that it just comes down to who is going to make the most plays. I I hate doing it, but I I kind of got to piggyback off a of, off a of Chris, but like I think no, I think outlaws. I think I think with Moncrief out, outlaws win by twenty one. I think with Moncrief in, outlaws win by four, and I think it's going to be <clears> extra <throat> points to do it. Wow. All right. Okay. Like I don't, and I don't think like it's gonna. I don't want the alienators to take that any type of way. I think the outlaws have had been handed two losses. They're not or like two games. They don't. They're not proud of. Like they have to All establish right. their their what they feel is their dominance at some point, or else we're gonna stop talking about them. Even though they won forty four nothing. Nah. <laughs> okay. And let me just let me just. Hey Joe, are you sure that you don't know what color? Um... Not two losses, but it was. It just wasn't the performance you sure they hoped for. You don't for know what color Janet. Uh, I mean, penalties uh, and all uh, that. Michael's skin really was. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. That should have been a seventy. <laughs> that should have been a seventy-something ni- game. Sick with it in. The, I'm not saying you're wrong. Sick with it in the nightcap against the Alliance. Wow. So, um, I, you know what? Go ahead. Go first. I, I've gone Sick first. By Twenty-eight. Wow. Sick by twenty-eight. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, I got, um, I, I, I got sick winning. I'm not going to give a prediction. I'm, I, just, I just have them winning. So it, this is the matchup that I want to see the most. I'm sure. Throughout the day. I'm, and I'm sure. the reason why, because I want to see the, let's, let's say what it is. The Alliance slash Force. 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 So we know what the Force was able to do against sick with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year running the ball. Yes. We also know who the force has on their team. Mm-hmm. We know what they're capable of doing. And can anybody tell me if, uh, is everybody going to be there? That's a big, for both that's teams. A big, that's a big question. If, if everybody's going to be there for both teams, then, you know, that's the problem. And that's, that's where I run into, pretty much with every game but this game in particular if you're going to tell me that everybody's there it it's it's oh man this is the one game that I don't want to call really you think it's that close no i i well okay let me put it to you this way hmm. if everybody's there for both teams mm-hmm. who do you think's going to win sick okay so for my call if everybody's there for both teams i'm going to go with sick as well and I would say Sick is going to win the game. However, the the caveat for me is what are we, because, you know, players from Sick, look, lavish on returns. Made his, made his, pres- made his return well known. Made exactly. His pres- made his return to the game well known. And my point being is we know, we know what the alliance has as far as a return game is concerned but what we haven't seen is them play against an elite team correct on the return correct so the reason why i said it could be closer it could be just the opposite it could be a blowout is because i want to see how they are going to cover lavish and not to mention can't perhaps <laughs> the big ooze makes his fall debut that's what i heard because remember Seau hasn't played yet. Yeah. And that's a concern, too. 
So that's why I'm saying, is everybody going to be there? Is everybody going to be there? So, I mean, look, bottom line is you can have it go one of two ways, and we've already talked about it, but um, what I'm saying is the bottom line is if SICK has everybody in, in where they should be, I am really worried about the Alliance. However, I've also seen what the Alliance brings. And I think it could be it could be one of those games where um, you have a letdown. Sick was off last week; they didn't play. We could also see a a, a little bit of letdown. And no, Mark, I'm not I'm not trying to to um, you rattle bill, your team. Give or, you billboard material or billboard or, material? No, no billboard material or bad juju. I'm not trying to do either one. I'm just saying you just when when teams take that week off Mm -hmm. for some teams it's great for other teams it's not so great because they start to get in especially earlier in the season they get into their into that groove the filling up process exactly and so then the question mark becomes are they there again so that's why i'm saying this game could be close or it could be a blowout i don't know so uh right now all I'm gonna say is I'm not gonna give a I'm not gonna give a score give prediction. A score. All I'm gonna say is I think Sick is gonna win with but this you, game. But you but you are right because when you put up seventy in your first game, yeah, and you get into a rhythm and it looked like a, a nice rhythm. The one thing you don't want, and this is true in a, in other sports, especially in a game like baseball when you're in the postseason, when you get into a groove, the last thing you want is days off. Yeah. Because it just messes up everything. Exactly. And then when you come back, you're out of sync. And that's all I'm saying with this game. That's the worry that I have going into the game. Now, Joe's sit, still sitting on the couch, and he could tell us, hey, we're going to be okay, and I'm going to believe him. But at the same time, I have to see it out on the field. This is a Mark Gray coach team. I know it is. And Mark is one of the best coaches that I've ever come across. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't, I, won't, um, I won't lay down and say that uh, – James isn't another one of the great coaches because he is. And I'll give him his due. We used to battle each other all the time in flag. And I'm not going to tell you that I don't um, respect him because I do as a coach. But anytime that you have that layoff, and that's what we were talking about when just now, is the fact that the layoff, we don't know what that will do to your team. Sucks. And they had that layoff last week. Well, depending on your team makeup, I mean, half of them could be in jail. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. And on that note. But naked I'm booty I'm scoots. That's you doing those, you're bad at spades. <laughs> and on, at that point, I don't want to talk to you. On that note, Scotty will lead us off with his final thoughts as we come up to week three of the fall brawl. Man, my final thoughts are, man, keep doing what you guys are doing. Keep putting in the work. Keep making the plays. Keep making the extra effort. Please keep filling up these stands. Please keep sharing these podcasts. Keep sharing the, the broadcast. Whatever you can do, I promise you we're in the background doing just as much. If you keep putting in the work in the field, on the, in the gym, and everything, I'm going to keep putting in the extra hours with, with the bar owners, with the whoever, trying to get you guys on as many TVs as possible. If y'all put in the work, so will I, I promise you. Brought to you by Twisted T and Scott McCorkle. <laughs> that part. Hey, by the way, I'm proud of you, man. Only four F-bombs today. Hey, man, I'm trying to keep it under five. Bless your heart. Man, growth is growth. And the producer just, gave, and the producer just gave you a golf clap.
Right. Shout so out to Nick Blaze. So wait a minute, you're a grower, not a shower? I mean, I, not so much a grower either. But oh, okay. Shout out to the Waffle House. Ask. Shout out to the Waffle ask. House. It's like yes. a button on a fur coat. <laughs> Chris. Wow. Oh, final thoughts? Yes, if you have um, any. If you have any. Yeah, I, I. you know what? It is a little bit different being up in the broadcast booth with you guys, mm-hmm. not being down on the field, talking to the guys as they come in. And, you know, what I'm going to say is, is this. Um, I have a lot of respect for the players because I know what they've gone through. You know, I've, I've broken ankles. I've broken fingers the whole nine playing football. And so I have a lot of respect for what they do. The biggest thing about it is, you know, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what your background is. If you are out playing in the A7FL, I got respect for you because you're playing tackle football, which we used to play stupidly when we were kids in the streets. In the streets? In the streets. And I don't want to tell you how many times I've ran into parked cars trying to catch footballs. Um, that's what taught me how to take a hit. And I'm I'm going to be real. My mom's boyfriend that. taught me that. No, I, I do four parked cars Jesus. I've run into trying to catch footballs. So guess who moved? It wasn't the parked car. So all I'm saying is I got a lot of respect for y'all and everybody who's listening got a lot of love for y'all. Um, there's a lot of young men out here that are doing their damn thing. And I hope that it translates to other things. Savion's one of them. Love this kid. Got a lot of love in this league for a lot of these players. So when I say that I can't wait to see the next game, that isn't BS. That isn't me trying to play up to anybody. That's me being real and can't wait to watch the next game. And the three-on-ones, watching Savion, watching KJ, watching half these dudes that are out there returning, it is one of the most, and we've heard Jaleel say it, one of the most exciting. No, it's one of the most beautiful things to watch because these guys understand what it takes to do the returns. Donye, uh, Savion, um, who am I missing? Lavish. Dillard. Lavish. Oh, my man. Hold, hold, Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Shout out to Dillard for coming back, man. I love the fact that you are back because I was afraid for you when I heard that there were some interesting pieces with that. I love the fact of seeing you out there, my brother, and I'm going to be down on the sidelines because I want to see you in person. So I am going to come down to the sidelines and see you. But nonetheless, Hold on I love, the all these, love all these young men doing what they do. That's one. I get five. Oh, the- yep. Before, you, you trying to stay under five? What happened? Uh, yeah, he he that yeah okay that one deserved. He was gotcha. he was he was excited to see him back on the field as we man all, I was as so we, excited as that, we all were. I feel yes. like we're finally gonna be able to see like some of these guys' real talent. And you that young I mean? man, like that the, young man has a different speed than most people. Quickness, it it the is it is off the dude. It is off the chart. Before I get personal. Let what me just, do? Did I say something to no, piss you off? No. Oh, okay. You're not saying personal to me. Okay. No. Scotty, what'd you do? No, a lot. I'm talking about okay. me. Okay. Oh. Before I get personal. My bad. Just oh, for happy the remi- motherfucking birthday. Oh, that's six. Sexy motherfucker. That's well, seven. Bless your heart, sir. Um, please spend your Sunday with us. If you can't make it to Bonanza High, 
There is Caffeine TV. There is ASNFL.TV. There is Fox 5.2, and there's Cox 125, all a part of the Silver Sports Entertainment Network. If you have some time, spend it with us. Enjoy some football. Some good 7-on-7, no pads, no helmet, all-action tackle football with the most exciting playing sports because it's a very good brand of football. And we love giving it to you for your entertainment and your enjoyment. So if you can't join us at Bonanza High, join us at the most comfortable seat in your house on Caffeine TV, ASNFL.TV, Fox 5.2, and Cox Channel 125. Now, as mentioned by the Viking, the good Lord allowed me to see another year as of yesterday. And truthfully, um, I'm appreciative from people in this league that wish me happy birthday. Um, I'm grateful and appreciate you all because, like I said, you guys welcomed me in back in March and accepted me and, and brought me in as part of the family. And for damn, that, you're old. And I still look good, too. <laughs> Shout out to my mom for ma- shout out to my mom for making a handsome young man and uh, the sperm donor. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I say this because I knew some very good people that didn't get to see 21, 25, 30, let alone forty, let alone forty one. Dude, that ain't, that ain't and I, lying. And I don't take that for granted because Lord knows I should have been dead on March the fifth or on May the fifth, two thousand four. But the good Lord said no, and gave me another chance to still be here and to tell my story. And not only that, to be in this studio with all these people, friends that I've developed and love as human beings and as broadcast partners for this almost year upcoming in March. So I don't take that for granted. So I've always said, savor the moment, live in the moment, be in the moment. I say that with every aspect of life because you never know when the good Lord's going to call you home. So any chance you have to celebrate another birthday, reflect, be thankful. Enjoy it, and don't take it for granted. And Ever. by God, don't forget to tell people that's important to you. Don't forget to tell them that you love them, because you can't take it to the grave. So I love you. I love you. I love you for eternity. Love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> well, there you go. Shout out to Nick Blaze, our producer. Shout out to Derek Duncan, our executive producer. Thank you to Quan as always. Don't forget. All pro Jaffos with Country KJP and DJ Matt Sticks. Of course, don't forget saying words with Rob, Corey, and Matt. Of course, don't forget me and Chris on Saturdays talking some ish. And Chris will be talking some ish because he was gone for a week and he's got a lot to say. Oh, dude. And the Mizzlin Dub Show. And of course, the Mizzlin Dub Show starring Mizzlin, some bald headed light guy named Dub. Anyhow, um, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. For Blaze, for our guests, special thanks to Coach Ray, special thanks to Mr. Jackson and Savion for coming in the studio. Mr. Joe Jackson. And of course, we can't forget the uh, on site mm. assistant producer to Nick Blaze, of course, his son, Pierre. Pierre. <laughs> Anyhow, for the Viking, for Chris, for Quan, I'm Brett Musburger saying thank you for watching. Damn, if you're Brett Musburger, I'm Tony Romo. I'm just a homo. <laughs> no we'll said. see you on the other side of the ball. You guys have a good week. We'll see you Sunday awesome. at Bonanza High. Take care of yourself yeah. and have each fun. other. Love you. Bye. And happy birthday to me. Happy birthday for you.